start streaming go live did we go live pretty sure we did <clears throat> yes we did okay hi welcome to fun facts live i'm your host david and with me today is allison hello caitlin hi rj hello and maria hi yeah <laughs> got a good crew today um so jake is out with covid sadly oh no he's gotten it how many times now rj this is his third time oh plus my god i should have laughed this is so terrible but what is like third and a half because that's it from the vaccine too oh my <laughs> gosh so he's he's a regular he, he knows mm. he knows how to deal I, with this Yes, and as we were discussing before the mics got turned on, uh, advice for everyone, get your booster shot. Yeah. Because one of us is boosted, one of us is testing negative. Um, <laughs> so it does work, apparently. <laughs> Anecdotal evidence, it does work. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Alice and I are both boosted, but and haven't got it yet but what was that oh my gosh oh dear <laughs> sorry no, no, it's funny. It's very true. <laughs> yeah. it's like a, a little regurgitation maybe i don't know um no other end oh <laughs> okay they can be loud good times but he's he's gotten to the point of smiling and so he's figured out that that like makes us laugh when he does that so like <laughs> he'll poof and then like flashes a big smile <laughs> uh, big grin. That's so great. anyway that's what we've got that's what's happening a comedian <laughs> love a comedian yeah yes. starting on the potty the potty humor early yeah <laughs> yes I always love a good part joke yeah. to yeah. this day. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're just getting off a very hot week here. Very hot. It was in the, mm -hmm. like, I don't know. It was just off the charts. I think the thermometer. Did it hit a hundred? Yeah. Did it hit a hundred for you? Yeah. 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 And uh, Allison's mother was here this week to, mm -hmm. to visit. Oh gosh. Um, and they picked the hottest day of the year. <laughs> Which was, my yep. which was my mom's birthday. Which was, yes, her mom's birthday. Oh. So we had to go out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, we also made the mistake yeah. of taking Leah with us. So we had to eat outside. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. uh, our first choice for a restaurant was unavailable. Yeah. So we had to go to another one. And we ended up in a an outdoor shed, which is like a... You know, oh. the temporary um, structures they built for restaurants during the pandemic, mm -hmm. um, and they've allowed to, con to continue. So it is nice because we can take the dog out yeah. to, to mm -hmm. dinner with us, and every place has a shed these days, yeah. so we can eat outside. Um, but this particular, the sheds are, you know, they vary widely in their um, build quality. <laughs> Let's just say some of them are about to fall down and some of them are beautiful. And this one mm -hmm. was um, sort of in between, but it had no, mm -hmm. it was completely enclosed and had zero ventilation. Oh, I would imagine that's like the worst place to be when well, it's hot it out. Have, oh my it gosh. was not completely enclosed, but it didn't have a Because there's ventilation. no. Well, I mean, it had a door that was open. 
Yeah, that's true. But I was nowhere <laughs> yeah, near that door. A lot of airflow. Yeah. <laughs> there was no yeah. airflow. Yeah, um, it wasn't like we were locked in a plywood box or uh, something. Uh, it yeah. was a plywood box <laughs> with a tiny door hole that had no <laughs> no ventilation whatsoever, and I was stuck in the corner. Yeah, Allison apparently got a little. Every time the inside door opened, she got a little AC blast on her back. But uh, I have never sweated so much in my entire life. He was pretty gross. I was completely <laughs> drenched from head to toe. No. Yeah. Oh, and, no. And, and my mom and my um, cousin were like, fine. <laughs> so they were just like chatting and like eating. And we're like, are you done? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, I, yeah. I feel like I have experienced this sauna life. Or sauna, whatever it is. Um, uh, yeah, it was just absolutely brutal. Like I was having trouble keeping the sweat out of my eyes. Yeah. And come, yeah, just completely drenched. Just praying for this to be over <laughs> <laughs> sometime. But we ended up being there for like an hour. So yeah, just nonstop sweating. You were for fine an hour. by the time we went to get gelato. When we got out to get gelato, um, the outdoors, which had previously seemed really hot. Felt like a, just a cool, relaxing there. Yeah, and thankfully we got gelato. Yes, yeah. that helped a lot. But anyway, super happy today because the temperatures have come back down into reasonable seventies. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's so much better. But I hear not so in. I always want to say Switzerland. Wrong. Sweden. Oh my God, David. <laughs> I can't. They both start with SW. I can't get them. Yeah. Anyway, I hear it's not cool in Sweden. Sweden is not cool uh, no. today. So. Uh, 86 I mean, right now. That's so hot. Wow. It is also 86 in Plano, Texas oh. at 10 a.m. <laughs> the high today is 98. Uh. Uh, we're not hitting 100, so that's good. <laughs> but that's like that's just your life in Texas. That's just normal. It <laughs> yeah. <seems. laughs> yeah. Yeah. We finally broke the the hundred hundred ah, hundred degree day streak. Easy for me to say. Uh, it's like this. I was trying to find the numbers. It's like the seventh longest streak of hundred degree days and the fourth longest streak of no rain. Oh um gosh. finally broke this week yeah so. wow, yeah yeah we were really having a drought here too and like everybody's lawn is brown and oh. it's pretty it's oh. pretty bad yeah, yeah it looks like fall here um they're dead <laughs> the leaves have fallen off the trees i guess yeah. it got oh. too hot for them. it goes so hot yeah, yeah. Killed, we have um across the street from us like there's some really pretty hydrangea plantings and they were looked so beautiful and then after last week it's all brown yeah it's just really sad yeah i'm afraid to go look at some of my plants and see if they're even still alive yeah although no, we're not even bothering with like gardening or anything in the <laughs> new house until oh. spring because it's it's all just gonna die yeah yeah although our cactus grew yeah. five inches in the last week wow the cactus is loving it that's yeah, the true cactus is <laughs> yeah. thrilled. it's that's having true. a great time yeah. Yeah, it's way too big. It's it's over halfway to the ceiling now. So yeah. I don't know what we're gonna do when it hits the top. We need to prune. Something we need to learn to how happen. to prune it. Yeah. Are you gonna hang Christmas ornaments on it at Christmas instead of a Christmas tree? Ooh, I like it's, it. Yeah. If you, it's um too dangerous. <laughs> it is very <laughs> you can't too get, spiky uh, or too spindly. It is the most dangerous kind of cactus, in my opinion. Oh. 
Um, so I have several varieties. I have ones that have that look dangerous. They have really long spikes, and it's the one that if I think I told y'all before, uh, bumblebee mm-hmm. flew in and got impaled on it one time. Um, that one looks dangerous, but it's okay because it looks dangerous and you don't touch it. This other one looks fine. It looks smooth. It's just got little tiny things on it. But the problem is if you touch them anywhere, they instantly come out into your fingers and they're super hard to, to, get, to yeah, get out. Yeah, they're so fine and they just get right under your skin. Yeah, and they, they break off and it's, yeah, it's, it's brutal. It's, it's rough. So. I didn't know when I, I got it for him for Valentine's Day. Uh, last, yes. Not this Valentine's Day, but because he likes cacti. And I was yeah. like, oh, that one looks pretty. It turns like, out it was very was like, not, dangerous. Oh, my gosh. Why did you get that one? But, yeah, it's covered in little hairs that are deadly. Yeah. And uh, I can't tell you how many days or evenings we we've... We to tweeze each other. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it got me. How romantic. Yeah, yeah. 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 bonding. Like, the tweezers out. Trying to see these little tiny things. And don't break it off. Yeah. Like uh, like chimpanzee bonding. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yes. Pretty much. That's what yes. I was thinking. Picking the nits where they pick the nits off each other. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, picking out the cacti. Yeah. Uh, thorns. I don't know what they are, but yeah, they're and they're painful, and yeah. they usually you had to just deal with it for a few days. Yeah. And, uh, you got to try not to get them right in your fingertips, or you really do feel them the when worst. you type and text and all that yeah. stuff yep but anyway there that that guy's doing just great He's, <laughs> that's the one that has done the best of all the cacti it's just shot uh, shot up and it's like how many times bigger four times bigger probably yeah and when she got it and it was already pretty big and it arrived so yeah yikes yep don't get the pear cactus get, yeah don't get, get prickly pears i recommend a barrel cactus mm-hmm. they're, they're awesome yeah um yeah so let's get to some fun facts what have we got for today who shall we start with allison you want to go first yeah because i have a short fun fact so i can get mine bring it um so basically talking about the exact opposite of what we have been talking about, which is... Do you see RJ's drawing, by I, the way? I like it. It's I love like it. the fires of hell with it's the just cactus. just an inferno. <laughs> yeah. Life in Texas, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, so my fun fact is about snow. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I learned this fun fact um, last week. We um, love the television show Alone. Um, and it's a survivalist show where they send um, 10 participants out into a wilderness area with only 10 tools. Um, and it's basically like survive as long as you can. 10 items. Yeah. 10 items, yeah. And uh, some of which are tools, but some of them aren't. Yeah. Um, and basically you have a satellite phone and when you're ready to quit, they come get you. Yeah, <laughs> um, and the out. longest someone's ever lasted is like a hundred days. Um, and in most seasons they're in a cold climate. So they're right at the Arctic circle. They're in British Columbia. Um, this year they were in Newfoundland. Yeah. They and, basically starve. Yeah. They basically starve. Cause they can never get enough food for whatever reason. Yeah. And, and forget it for the vegetarians. Like it's hopeless. Like they're just in enough vegetation to eat in these places. Yeah. So they Except don't last long. 
um, spoiler alert for alone, the person who came in second basically like boiled a bunch of berries and ate fruit leather every day. That's and true. Made it a really long Wait, time. Made it quite a while. <laughs> she just, wow. Like, had like a pocket full of fruit, homemade yeah. fruit roll ups that were keeping her going. But I got to tell you, the guy, the guy who won, um, <laughs> gave up. Yeah, more spoilers. But he had some interesting, really interesting strategies. One, he didn't need to boil his water. Like everyone else has to boil the water, they get sick. But he said he's been drinking um, random water for the last decade, building up a tolerance, so he doesn't not have to boil water. So he can do. So he, did, he saves a lot of energy and time. Um, also, didn't start a fire until like day. 50 or something like that um so he, he just everyone else is out there collecting wood all day long and trying you know going having to go farther and farther out to get the wood and start fires and boil their water and he's just he just takes a dip of like a scoop of water and drinks it straight out of the thing. i thought for sure he was going to get sick but he never did so it really worked in his favor yeah but one of the like fun things about alone is whenever like the contestants do something there's like a little information pop up at the uh, bottom yes. like oh this is a sign of advanced hypothermia or yeah. like you can get x y z diseases from eating this type of you know squirrel yeah, yeah. um the first the f one of the first two to go were the guys who shot the beavers uh, yeah they got beaver fever yeah yeah not good not good um, so one of the fun facts was that was the um, sound dampening quality of snow, which I didn't realize because obviously that kind of those like snowfalls you get that are a couple of inches and then everything looks so beautiful and it's so quiet outside yeah. was I just always assumed it was like people like everybody staying inside, <laughs> you know, just like watching the snow come down. But um Apparently, for most materials, sound absorption is rated on a scale of zero to one. And um, uh, three or more inches of snow can have a sound dampening effect of up to 0.9. So it wow. eliminates up to 90% of ambient sound. And that's really only with fresh snowfall because you need kind mm -hmm. of that fluffy snow um, yeah. with the kind of absor absorption qualities that it, like the sound waves have difficulty passing through whereas as soon as it starts to melt and get denser you kind of lose that, that ability crusty top it just, yeah okay but that's that's why on kind of those nice like first snowfalls of the year when fresh snow comes down it just seems a little bit quieter in the world yeah it's been a long time since i've got to experience that quiet but i remember and this is i'm sure just in my imagination but i feeling like i could actually it was so quiet i actually could hear the snowflakes hitting maybe you could yeah, it was it was crazy. Yeah, but I, yeah, that's like real silence. I haven't experienced that in New York City ever. Yeah. So. <laughs> but you do. But it, but when it does snow and it does, you do feel like it gets a lot quieter. It gets a lot quieter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that's very interesting. Yeah. So the sound of snow silence. That's my fun fact. Okay. Um, it's going to be hard to add snow to the fires of hell in RJ's drawing. I don't know how that's going to work, but <laughs> good Maybe luck. a little snowman with headphones. <laughs> I got, uh, it's sort of um, snowing. There's, There's snow, snow on, on the cactus. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, got it. <laughs> um, all right. Who shall we have next? Caitlin? Maybe? Okay, so I can uh, relate my... I'm, to Allison's sort of through the 
concept of sound dampening, I suppose. Okay. <laughs> um, so I bring you a few interrelated facts, uh, sort of about baby pacifiers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> because obviously, I'm like, you know, we have, we're, you know, using those, a lot of those right now. And, um, and so I started off, I was curious why everybody seemed to call them binkies. I was like, because oh. I'd yeah. heard that from several different people who came from different parts of the country. Mm-hmm. And I was sort of like, okay, it's not just a regional thing or it's not just a family nickname. I was like, why does everybody use this nickname? And it turns out it is actually a brand name oh. that has kind of become, um, I don't know. Like, I, I don't like know Kleenex. what the term is. Exactly, like Kleenex yeah. or... Um, Dear Rocks. Well, I have another... Google. I know I have other thoughts about... <laughs> yeah, sure. Google, Google Kleenex. What was the other? Band-Aid. Oh, you yeah. know, so yeah. it's kind of yeah. become a, a, a generic term, even though it was originally a brand name. So the... the Hang on, let me get the, the name up. The New York... Was it the... The... Shoot. Hang on. Sorry. My page is reloading. Um... <laughs> the oh gosh where is it it was like the new york binky company or something like that okay so it's Um, from new york yeah although they were based in new jersey i believe (laughs) oh Um, they didn't they were embarrassed they were ashamed yeah don't blame them (laughs) um the binky oh the binky baby company of new york that's what they were called Okay. So, so they were an early producer of um, the originally, I think originally rubber um, pacifiers. Yeah, hi. Rubber. And in the in in the like the 1930s. Oh wow! And uh, they achieved 25 about 25 percent market. What's it? Market saturation, market coverage, market share. Yeah. Um, so they were very popular and in the day, and then they kind of, um, their, their slogan was nobody soothes a baby like a binky, (laughs) (laughs) which I hear in my head is like the, nobody doesn't like Sarah Lee, um, but anyway, uh, so then they kind of, you know, other, other companies got into the mix and they kind of declined. And I, I found an article from. 2005 that was talking about how they were trying to make a comeback and whatnot um oh they're but, still alive huh there's well nowadays they're owned by playtex so oh, which okay. makes other things yeah as well so so you can get binky brand products apparently i'll have to look at the store the next time i go um but yeah so the name has just become kind of a kind of just became synonymous and actually um, outlived like the company <laughs> yeah interesting Huh. Yeah. So side note about your Xerox example, I feel like that was an example that became that that was a case where Xerox definitely became kind of a generic term and it's kind of fallen out of favor again. Oh, so now you just make copies. I, never nobody say, even does I would it. never say I don't think I would say Xerox. I would say, oh, I'm gonna co-copy this or okay. make these co- make copies or whatever. Interesting. It and I think Xerox out. is yeah. very much kind of went out of favor with like I don't know, in uh. the like early 2000s, late 90s, maybe. So maybe because it's just not 
paper's just not used that much anymore. That, that could also be it. Yeah. I yeah. And I think it's easier to more people have like printers at home that can make copies. Uh, even yeah. if you do need to make a copy, you don't need to go somewhere. I remember uh, my true. ninth grade biology teacher. So 2009, 2010 was obsessed with like, anytime when you did a printer report, she'd always say, okay, go to Kinko's and whatever. Like we would all make fun of her because it's always like, okay, go to Kinko's. And they're like, does Kinko's even exist right now? Where is Kinko's? We're just going to print yeah. it at home. <laughs> yeah. The only time I've had to print something at Kinko's was when it was like a big poster uh, for a presentation or something. Anyway, back to pacifiers. Um, so in the course of, of finding this out, I also learned that the that the use of pacifiers goes back to at least the 1500s. Oh. Um, back in, although the the like dedicated, uh, you know, rubber or nowadays they're usually silicone or plastic um, is is more like a the early 1900s. But the but um, the original, at least that we know of, um, was people would put a little bit of sugar or meat inside a piece of cloth and then tie it up into a little ball and then let oh. the, you know, let the baby kind of suck meat? on that. Oh, yeah. Gross. Yeah, it does. That's kind of gross. <laughs> yeah. Especially like sitting out all day. Oh my Ooh. gosh. Sorry. A very loud motorcycle just drove by. <laughs> um, huh. And Yeah. Well so done. I didn't look too far into that because it, like I said, kind of gross. Um, yeah. They did get a reputation for being um, associated with poor hygiene and like lower socioeconomic classes oh. um, because, you know, they fall on the floor and you stick them back in the face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of gross when you think about it, especially, especially in like the 17 or 1800s. Yeah. When, you know, general <laughs> yeah, cleanliness was yeah. not as, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, even now, like they fall on the floor and I'm like, no, <laughs> the animals have been there. That one's getting washed. We've got enough other ones. Um, okay. And so one final, one final fun fact about uh, pacifiers is that, um, Premature, premature babies. So preemies can be, uh, they often are not very good at sucking, um, which they need to do to eat. And so they can be taught to suck better by, <laughs> with these, at least some researchers will use um, these pacifiers that are equipped with a computer chip that then will cause music to play when the babies suck. And so they, it's like a positive feedback thing where they then respond to the music positively. So then they learn how to suck basically. Wow. (laughs) Which I thought was really cool. Yeah. Right. I've got two things. One, one, RJ, the baby looks like the baby in the sun from Teletubbies. It does. Uh, (laughs) That was not intentional, but I will take it. And two, sorry to go back to the copies thing, but speaking of (laughs) of like regionalisms, because I was born in Connecticut and did like my first couple of years of schooling in Connecticut before moving to South Carolina. And the biggest thing that nobody ever knew what I was talking about is in Connecticut, we didn't call things like worksheets or copies. They were dittos. So Uh, I always like copy, like a copy is a ditto. I've heard and that, I, but it was I've never heard that before. I, oh, that's been a long time since I've heard the word ditto. Yeah. But there's a ditto machine, right? I was, no? 
I don't know. Cause I, yeah, I think that is where the term comes from. Yeah, but yeah, yeah dittos. Well, I, okay, <laughs> I shouldn't say this, but I remember <laughs> back in the day, <laughs> it wasn't old school, so it wasn't like, it was even old at the time, yeah. but there was a mimeograph machine, and that's how we made copies. Oh, and it was carbon paper. Yeah, I, I have used carbon paper. <laughs> okay. But a mimeograph machine, you like turn the hand crank it through oh. and it like kind of did a carbon copy as you cranked it through somehow. Mm. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I will say that my, the thing that I remember pacifying me the most was us, was that was a swing that was automated. It, you could wind it up and it ran on a spring and it would just swing me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and endlessly and that that was awesome <laughs> i don't know if i i haven't seen one of those i don't i'm sure they must have something like that yeah now, they have different versions automatic yeah. swingers yeah 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 that was a lot of fun um and speaking of um being embarrassed to be from new jersey um, I, RJ, I loved your post about uh, the UFO spotted in New Jersey oh, yeah. recently. Um, it, it was actually the Goodyear blimp. Yeah. So yes. This one yeah. Twitter account I follow was posting a lot of like New Jersey cryptid stuff. And that was one of them. <laughs> there are like also, actual, I don't know, actual cryptids in, uh, in New Jersey, the Jersey Devil, which I think was one of my first fun facts on here yeah. talking about oh, yeah. the Jersey devil, but, um, <laughs> that, that one, I just thought was funny because we just talked about that. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Your blimp. Yep. Those, what do you call it? New Jerseyans? I don't even know what, how you refer to them. We're uh, New Yorkers, but New, New Jerseyans. I don't know. Maybe. Jerseyers. <laughs> no, I don't know. Anyway, they're a little odd over there. Um, it's basically, I, yeah. yeah, I consider them the people that's, who couldn't make it to That's what I saw on Tuesday, RJ. Oh, oh, nice. <laughs> RJ made the Hamilton reference. Oh, I missed it. <laughs> yeah. Darn it. Yeah, I was sad. I had to stay and watch Leah, so I didn't get to go, but I had seen it before, so yeah. it, was, it was okay. But still, I would love to see <laughs> King George again. Yeah. Been yeah. awesome. David's a royalist at heart. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, all righty. How about Maria? You, you have a fun fact for us today? Yeah, but I don't know how to connect it to <laughs> any other people. That's right. Okay. We, we'll give it a shot. Uh, I have a question first. Oh. Is yeah. anyone left-handed? No. Nope. I knew this was going to be your fact. I knew it. <laughs> I almost sent you something about this, and I was like, no, wait, she's already going to talk about it. <laughs> I knew it. Sorry. I already know where this is going. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm left-handed, and today is International Left-Handers Day. Oh, you oh. get your own day. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I can't wait um, to hear the fun facts. Well... Uh, International Left-Handers Club. Uh, no, International Left-Handers Incorporation <laughs> was formed in 1976 mm. 
What? And has celebrated a left-handers day since then. Okay. And in 1990, left-handers club was founded. And since 1992, left-handers day has been celebrated on August 13th. Oh. And uh, we make up about 12% of the population. Are you automatically in the club if you're left-handed? Or do you have yeah. to join <laughs> manually? Okay. Do they, is it uh, exclusive? Can you, be, can you join the left-handers club as a right-hander? I mean... No. Oh, come on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I right. don't think so. No, it's exclusive. <laughs> okay. Seems yeah. It's kind of discriminatory, but okay. There's only 12% of us. Oh. In the world. And there is 23% more left-handed men than there are women. Oh, wow. Oh, interesting. Uh, studies find that uh, left-handed people are more creative, have a better imagination and intuition, and daydream more. Hmm. Daydream? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Study sponsored <laughs> by the left-hander club. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bunch of daydreamers. Four of the five last American presidents were left-handed. Wow. Oh. And four of the five original designers of the Macintosh computer were left-handed. Wow. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, Einstein, Mozart, and Marie Curie were left-handed. Okay. And so is Sting, Oprah, and Lady Gaga. Wow. Oh, that's good company. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, when left handed people get a stroke, they reportedly recover faster. Hmm. Uh, while the reason is unclear, uh, some believe it's due to uh, left handed people having to strengthen both sides of the brain uh, to, to see, succeed in a right handed world. That makes sense. I'm gonna, my brother is left-handed. I'm going to share these fun facts with him. It's like, it's like naming your boy Sue. <laughs> yeah. Make him tough. Both me and my brother are left-handed, but our parents are right-handed. Oh, wow. Huh. Do you have any facts about whether or not you're born left-handed or you just you learn? Yeah, I think so. That's what I've heard. But I didn't look it up for today. But I've heard that. Okay. And at least in Sweden, uh, up until like 50 years ago, uh, if you started writing with your left hand in school, they trained you out of it to write with your right instead. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So I'm sorry to go back to this club, but what if you're ambidextrous? <laughs> Can you get in? <laughs> You probably have your own club. You can't get in the left-handers club. Because you're not. You're ambidextrous. Uh, but you can use your left hand, like. Well, everybody can just use as their well left as hand. You, as as your right. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you could fake being a left-hander and just get in anyway. Well, I think that is not within the spirit of the club, personally. Okay. <laughs> no. ah, man, I hate not being able to get into a club. That's. I, I don't see I you as an active out. member of the right-handed club. That's true. We let everyone in. <laughs> Not those 12%. <laughs> no. <laughs> they can join if they want. Just start using your right hand. 
Uh, well, that's pretty amazing company to be in. I didn't realize yeah. there were so many um, famous. Also, forty percent of the uh, current top tennis players are left-handed. Uh, that one, I wonder if it's because it's easier to, to compete against right-handed players. Well, like Rafa plays lefty, but he's actually a righty. Okay. They trained him to play lefty, but it's not. Okay. He doesn't play golf lefty or do other things lefty. Yeah, I feel like your opponents would have less experience playing against a left-handed player. Hmm. Interesting. There's a um, there's sort of a conspiracy theory. I don't know if that's quite the right uh, phrase, but his sort of theory that part of the reason Kurt Cobain died was that he decided to play left-handed guitar because he had scoliosis, and like the way the strap went for a left-handed guitar would have like exacerbated the the curve of his spine, and therefore the pain, and therefore take more drugs to ease the pain and you know you know how that one ends but yeah. uh oh. he uh i actually he was right-handed but he chose yeah i just read that he was left-handed <laughs> <laughs> oh interesting okay hmm. some fascinating facts yeah. about left-handers but yeah that is hard to tie in with um sound dampening although he did get close with kurt cobain yeah we're getting there yeah i have the uh in the drawing the terrifying ambidextrous hands are making the copies <laughs> that we talked about oh, wow. <laughs> it, it i'm trying to use this paint brush and it's not really going my way i'm like experimenting with a different brush every time we draw so sort of looks <laughs> like they're praying to the baby <laughs> they're so, they're writing odes to the baby and they've been stabbed with knitting needles i i, I don't know that's what i'm that's what i'm getting probably some sort of rorschach test or something what we see yeah yeah the red the red hands are a little creepy in the flames yeah yeah i don't have a lot of like i don't know if i can make a better color no no it's good oh. I don't know. That's no, better. No, better I, take, it back, no. take it back. Take it back. Yeah, this this brush is not not really going for me. Okay. That's a, it, it's interesting. Yeah, we'll say. Yeah. This is my this is my weekly experimentation in It's Like, what which brush am I going to use this week? <laughs> what am I going to experiment with this week? Fun times. Well, RJ, do you have a fun fact for us? I do actually. What? Um, not only that, I am going way off brand and I have a math fact. Oh, <laughs> oh um, that's new. Yeah, I was uh, reading something and it popped up this phrase and I didn't understand it. So I had to look it up. Uh, and the phrase is the coastline paradox. Mm. And to quote here, the coastline paradox is the counterintuitive observation that the coastline of a landmass does not have a well-defined length. And basically, if you are measuring a coastline with straight little, I'm drawing as I talk here, um, straight lines to try to so like say this is a little segments. island here, mm -hmm. line segments. Mm -hmm. And each of these line segments is, say, like 10 miles. Yeah. 
then the coastline is you know 10 miles times however many little lines i just drew but if you use say five mile segments then you get a whole lot more detail on the coastline because land masses have um have what can be measured as small down as fractions of a millimeter because you can get down to like grains of sand right coastlines are not straight like they look on a map mm -hmm. so each of these is five miles your coastline is going to be your measurement is going to be larger and then if you go down even smaller you're going to end up with a larger measurement for the same the same border Right. I don't know if I'm explaining that yeah, yeah. properly. It's, it's trippy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The so the, the, the smaller gets, down you go, right, the, uh, the longer the coastline. So <laughs> here's the example from, from Wikipedia. If the coastline of Great Britain is measured using 100 kilometer units, then the length of the coastline is approximately 2,800. Um, with 50 units, 50 kilometer units, the total length is approximately 3,400 kilometers, approximately 600 kilometers longer. Wow. So just by using a smaller unit, you've basically made the coastline large, longer. And it's like, uh, basically looks like uh, estimating the coastline. You know, you go UK, like vaguely, looks like that right or you can get more detailed and you can say it looks kind of like <laughs> you know drawing and looking at the same time it's not really yeah. you know it's still vaguely the same but this is going to this one is going to be a smaller if you straighten out that line it's going to be smaller than this one wow interesting so There's no I feel proper like... way to measure I feel like there's so the next thing is oh. the argument. I feel like there's an argument here that the coastline length is infinite. <laughs> yeah, well, so I would say, so I don't quite understand why it's a paradox because it, to me, it just seems like you can, you're always making an estimate and you can get closer and closer and closer, but you're kind of going to, you know, approach a limit, but never quite get there. Yeah. yeah Except if it's, it's just always cold. getting longer. And right. Then it's not reaching but, but a limit, it's reaching infinity. Like a, you're approaching an asymptote. You're, you know, it's not, it's not going to go to infinity. Ah, I think it will eventually. Yeah. It wouldn't make sense if it went to infinity, but then it must not right. be getting longer each each time. Well, it is getting longer, Just but you're, but as you get, long, less as you, of a difference each time. Right. You're getting, you know, you're, you're seeing less of an increase each time. Yeah. That makes sense. But yeah, it is I'm still getting sure. longer <laughs> fractionally. And yeah, I think change. it's just called. Well, yeah, there's that too. I think it's just called the paradox because it's like, it's described as counterintuitive. I don't know that it's. Mm like okay. by a strict definition a paradox it's just sort of what it's called yeah. what it reminds me of is like the um if you keep cutting something in half eventually you'll like approach 
zero, but never quite get right. there because you're just getting yeah. fractions and fractions and I can't even zoom any further. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, oh, I totally lost my train of thought because I was, I just watched your cool drawing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm feeling like one to... of uh, Jake's YouTube people that he watches. He's always watching like math, YouTube stuff. <laughs> and I don't understand any of it, but they're, you know, drawing the whiteboard. <laughs> there we go. Here's your, here's your little math lesson explained by someone who does not actually understand it at all. Just thought it was interesting. <laughs> That's interesting. Very interesting. Now Jake can come in and, and tell you how you were wrong. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I... I took no math classes in college. I never did calculus or anything. And he, he just finished a calculus class. So uh, he might actually know, um, you know, <laughs> limits and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, I was going right. to say, it, it strikes, it reminds me very much of doing limits in calculus. So, yeah. Yep. Um, I just know that. Even t disregarding the, the math for a second, I don't even know how you would determine where the coastline is. I mean, when the water's in motion, right? Yeah, I and mean, the, the tide goes in and out. I mean, do you yeah. always do it high tide or low tide or you average the two or, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's part of the problem too because you can get down so granular and, you know, trace like the outline of a cliff, right? And yeah. uh, down to little tiny... Yeah, I'm just thinking tiny of a beach. Grains though, of like sand it. and everything. And the beach, get grains, that's going to change constantly. And uh, I think it's just, you know, it's... Even it's impossible to measure, but even yeah. if you're sort of estimating based on even what it looks like on a map, because even like borders, you know, <laughs> rivers change over time and like state Gosh. borders. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I just, I got, just thought it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> it was Very just like referenced in a comic that I was reading and I was like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> the coastline paradox. Very cool. Yeah. Um, Actually, my, I might be able to find out the answer to this. What? Uh, a friend of mine has a uh, nonprofit that uh, she works with the government of the Dominican Republic on uh, GIS mapping of their coastlines and their beaches. So they have like a grid imposed on all of the public beaches. So she might be able to tell me how they measure like the grid on the borders and if it's just like kind of like removing a square from the grid when it changes at tide or not i could ask oh interesting special guest yeah <laughs> she, she can come on and uh yeah. correct me yeah. i've been trying to yeah get her to, to bring on some of her her friends as guests but i ask people like, are like yeah i will and then they don't pick dates yeah you I gotta be better about it you do yeah <laughs> yes you gotta get a date on the calendar it doesn't happen yeah <clears throat> All right. Well, I think that's it. Yeah. Oh, I do have one more thing. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. It um, seemed like you had something. Uh, Freya's in trouble. Who's that? Freya oh, no. the walrus is what? may not survive this season. So because Why? she's being so destructive. Oh, no. Um, oh, no. She's, she's the, there's concern that she's, you know, endangering human welfare. So just everybody keep Freya in your thoughts. <laughs> there was an article about her in the Times yesterday. Um, so I'll, I'll keep you guys posted, but uh -oh. just keep warm thoughts of Freya in your hearts. 
No. Maybe they can just tow her away or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I was gonna say, can she be relocated her. rather than? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Maybe know. you know. I don't really like capturing wild animals, but maybe in this case, you could just go somewhere. They could give her a, her own boat <laughs> in a enclosed area, yeah. and uh, she can just hang out there. Yeah. People can watch her through the glass. <laughs> Or just like tow a boat to Greenland and be like, you live here yeah. now. Yeah. You can, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. All right. Yeah. Well, you'll have to keep us updated. I will. On Freya. Yeah. All Hashtag right. Hashtag Team Freya. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, that's it for us today. RJ, where can people find us? I am once again not at home and don't have a script. So okay. follow us on all social media. We're at Hotshot Games on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Um, if you are not watching live right now, we're also Hotshot Games on YouTube, where we record this podcast with live art every what day is it? <laughs> Saturday morning <laughs> at eleven Eastern. I just I thought it was Sunday for a minute. <laughs> oh God. Um, every what whatever day today is <laughs> at 11 a.m eastern uh if you are watching live stick around uh, to watch us play the match solitaire daily challenge yeah, so it's gonna be like subscribe today. leave a review yeah and uh yeah wish us luck on the match solitaire challenge <laughs> <laughs> um should i throw this out there this is a little risky but i'm just gonna do it if you're interested in being a guest on the show Hit us up on Discord if you got yes. a fun fact you want to share. Yep. All right. Well, I hear uh, puzzle number three is super difficult today. So, oh yikes. no. We're yeah. Jump into it. So, uh, yeah, we'll end the mm -hmm. podcast here, but uh, we've got our work cut out for us on the daily challenge. All right. Well, that's it for the fun facts live. We'll see you here again next week. Take care, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.